Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A. D. N. It's headphones, Neil! What's up, guys, and welcome back to Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review of Avatar 2, The Way of Water. So uh, once we get done with the review, be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a quick update on um, what I have planned for the amusement park reviews for this month and a couple of just quick overarching early reviews that I have planned. So with that being said, um, I had a chance to watch avatar 2 this past weekend uh, new year's weekend with a friend and overall i want to say that it was a very good film a very good sequel worth the wait which was like 10 or 15 years since the original so when you're watching the film whether you watch it in on a standard screen imax 3d adobe atmos however you see it you will see that they spent a lot of time and effort to make the um land scenes as equally um, balanced and good looking as the underwater scenes so when they do um, switch between um, um, overwater and underwater you get a very seamless transition the quality looks about equal so when you are um, underwater you can tell that you're underwater but it looks like they like level like they spend a lot of time color balancing level balancing and making everything look um, as equally balanced and good looking to the eye so that when you are watching the film you're not really supposed to notice that they spent extra money to um, research and develop the film for the underwater sequences. Um, there were a couple of times where I started thinking about like looking into the details of the CGI of like the water and flowing and oceans and all of that but I thought that I'm not going to spend too much time uh, nitpicking that detail um, because I want to get a more overarching feel. So for me, I want to say that it did a very good job. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, it definitely does benefit from being watched on a bigger screen. So um, even if you're watching it at home, I do recommend watching it on your television. So you know whether it's a 30, 40, 50, whatever size TV you have, watch it on a bigger screen versus your a mobile phone i would say possibly a tablet but then you miss out on a lot of the audio 
um, benefits and um, cues that you get from the audio as well. So you could have a good pair of noise-canceling headphones, but it's one of those things where you're starting to scale down the appeal of the film. So once you've watched at least once on a bigger screen with a good sound system, then yeah, watch it however you want. You know what you to expect, so you can watch. You can nitpick the film after that to, at your leisure, but the film, much like the original, benefits from a big screen. For me, I did not go see, or we did not go see the film this time in 3D just because it didn't really fit well. For me personally, I did watch the original film in 3D, but by about halfway to three quarters of the film, my eyes were really hurting. By the end of the film, they were super bloodshot. And it's more of a me thing versus um, mass everybody issue. But for me, 3D doesn't really hold up beyond like the two, two and a half hour mark. They could have made improvements over time, but I want to say if up to even a few years ago, 3D does not really work well for me beyond a couple of hours. So even like those uh, real, like those um, amusement park rides where you have to wear glasses are fine only because you're only on the ride for a few minutes, maybe up to like 10 or 15 minutes. So that's like a good amount of time. But once you get to two hours, two and a half hours, that's when my eyes start to get really, really tired and uh, strained. So watching the film this time without the 3D, I was able to enjoy the film much more and I did not mind the three hour and 12 minute runtime as much because it was because I didn't have to worry about the 3D. My eyes were tired by the end of it but they didn't hurt, they weren't bloodshot, I was able to enjoy the um, film in its entirety without worrying, without having to worry about the pain that my eyes were going through. So if I was to recommend the film, I would or not, I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, it does benefit from having watched the first film. Um, I did not go back and rewatch the original film, uh, mostly because I um, remember the overarching story and what happened. Not necessarily the details of it, but I more or less remember the story, but I did read the recap and summary of it, so um, I went in with that uh, frame of reference and I kind of also wanted to watch this film on its own, see how it holds up. Um, and it actually, for the most part, holds up. Um, as So if you have not seen the first film and you go into watching this one, you're not necessarily going to miss too much but you can even or the film does a good enough job on its own to the point where if you watch avatar 2 first and then watch the original avatar the original avatar becomes a kind of prequel film to fill in the the some of the events and stories and subplots um of like the family like um jake's family jake's family the military guy who's the main villain again in this film um, Sigourney Weaver's character and that sort of stuff so you're not necessarily missing too much you can kind of piece together some of the stuff that might be on the fringes but overall it becomes a family story it becomes a, a, a learning tale of uh, the water aspect and the water tribes kind of thing to the point where this is kind of an extended version of kind of like a Black Panther movie even where you have um, one planet, the planet of Pandora, but you have all these different tribes and areas and different ways of thinking um, along the lines of what you see with Black Panther. So you have, you know, the overarching kingdom of the Panther, but then you have the border tribes and the Jabari and the, I forget what the water tribes are called offhand, but you have all the different tribes living together under the kingdom, but 
there you also have their own unique cultures and ways and ways of thinking, a way of life, and things like things like that. So, Avatar does spend a good amount of time developing that, um, develop showing you the um, differences between the, the children, but then ultimately coming together. Um, an additional love story between the kids and things like that. So all in all, it pulls together very well. It definitely benefits from the three hour and 12 minute runtime. Um, and then as far as the length goes though, it does, after some time you do start to feel by the end that it is a long film. Sitting for three hours and 12 minutes is quite a bit of time. But if you've seen, for example, the original or even like the Lord of the Film movie, Lord of the Rings films, or even any uh, longer film from the Bollywood universe, especially lately like RRR or Brahmastra, then you should be able to get used to it. There should be not a problem to sit through it, but it does get a feel a bit lengthy right around the end of the film. But because you're at the end of the film, you're in the major climax and you're going to round it out, it all works together well. So that's all there is for this review grading the film i would probably give it a grade of about a b plus to an a minus it was very well done like i said the biggest draw for the film was the underwater sequences and a lot of it being done in a, the water element so they did that very well it felt like i said it felt very balanced to the point where they either toned down the land aspects to make the uh, water visual stand out more or they did they spent or they invested a lot more into the water technology so when they are underwater when they're above water when they're going switching between the two it looks very very seamless um and you can see that they spent a lot of time especially i want to say james cameron if memory serves with his underwater sub research technology and all of that that it the film benefited from a lot of that research how um, things react underwater um what the views look like, the color matching, and um, the color palettes and all of that generally worked um, for me, at least in my eyes, so the film was very well done. So like I said, how you watch it on the big screen doesn't matter so much as watching it on a big screen itself. So, And of course, like I, I recommend you know going to a Dolby Atmos theater or an IMAX theater. 3D is definitely still optional, so I would say IMAX or Dolby Atmos is the best just because of the sound and picture quality, but even a regular big screen is fine as well, so that way at least you get that experience to see how it's supposed to look on a bigger screen. So that's all there is for this particular review, so if you have any questions, comments, feedback, um, what did you like or dislike the film, um, you can comment on this post on the various social media sites at headphonesneal.reviews. Um, the website also has links for a subscription option, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. So you can get find it, check out where all the content is, and all the subscription links, past episodes, and all of that good stuff. But that's all there is for this particular episode. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time. And of course, stay tuned for until after the outro music for a quick update on upcoming content. Alright guys, so now that the first episode for the year is done, I kind of wanted to give a quick update as far as what I have planned and an overarching scale for the rest of the year, uh, most notably for the next couple of months or so. So to start it off, uh, you may have noticed on social media or on the YouTube channel that I am replaying Knights of the Old Republic 1 for Android. So 
I wanted to replay the game from a Darth Maul perspective that what if he had overthrown the Emperor or what if he became more than the leader of Crimson Dawn. So this is kind of his adventure to... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, that extent, or even like kind of his rise through the underworld in the form of looking for the star maps. So uh, creating a Darth Maul type character in the form of using a dar- or double-bladed lightsaber, uh, a lot of dark side powers and all that. Basically a full-on dark-sided character. Um, except for the visual of the character, which there's no Dathomirian character model in KOTOR unless I use the third-party mod or something. Um, everything else is going to be kind of from that perspective. Um, I did put a bl- uh, blog post up on the blog at PatelN01.com where I kind of outlined some of that thought process. And then also summarize the mods that I'm using. Um, I'm using the Easy Pazak mod for this gameplay, um, just so I don't have to spend as much time, or I didn't have to spend as much time with the Rodian to beat him and get a discount on his mods. Um, I can play with some of the various characters throughout the game, so I'm, uh, rather than losing money and wasting time, I can make money and basically not waste time spending on Pazak when I can have a more enjoyable game experience, mostly because the game system for Pazak is heavily in favor of the system. Um, no, you can notably see that just in general, but when you're playing like with the Rodian and various characters, that their side deck is 
a matter of convenience that they could have, you know, 16 and they'll get 20 or they'll automatically get to 20 or they'll have get to like 22 and they'll have a minus two card. So it is generally very heavily favored in favor of the game. So the easy Pazak mod basically takes away the game's ability use, to use the side deck. So the AI system still will randomly get to 20 very easily, but once the game gets over 20, they cannot use their cards or their side deck, so essentially you have a better chance of winning, so um, if you've been following along, I did get through the Yavin Station once already the initial time, and I got the discount, and I think I got through that in record time because of the mod, so, so far it's working. Um, the other um, mod I'm using is the Easy Swoop Racing mod. Um, it does not work on Terrace, I guess, um, just because of how I guess it's part part of the game. But the the mod is more importantly set up to work on Tatooine and Manan, so that you don't have to. Sp and much like the Easy Pazak mod, you don't have to spend as much time on the swoop racing to um, beat the times, so that you can focus more on the actual uh, side quests and stuff. So I did just trust it on um, Tatooine and basically what it does is it puts all the booster pads in a straight line um, so all you have to do is um, initiate the boost sequence and then the um, acceleration part of it so that your swoop um, gains speed throughout the track and all you have to do is go in a straight line so you um, finish up the uh, track times and you can basically get record times really really easy you don't actually have to navigate because i guess by rearranging the pads um if you navigate then you will hit the rocks and you'll your um, your swoop race will be damaged so essentially what you have to do is just go in a straight line and you'll you'll be done so i just finished that on Tatooine and it worked flawlessly so I can't wait to do that on Manon to try out some of those um, some of those uh, uh, side quests and stuff so from there that's really it I am uh, using the Jedi from the start mod again I did use it last year as well just because I like that consistency between KOTOR 1 and 2 and it allows you to start leveling up some of your force powers earlier than um, waiting till the end of Terrace, but also it makes Terrace that much faster because once you get the Force Run Force Power, then you can start running around Terrace and get through that that much quicker because you're not going at normal speed, you can go at a slightly faster pace. So with that being said, I am playing KOTOR 1 again, so look out for those updates. I am giving progress updates as I find each star map, complete planets, and things like that. Um, as far as a couple of the overarching reviews I have planned for this year, um, as usual, I'll be doing my um, annual Star Wars uh, rewatch. So um, this year, I'm planning to just do a straight watch from episodes one through nine, and then have um, Solo and Rogue One between the prequels and the original trilogy. I am planning on rewatching Game of Thrones because it's been some time. I think I might have done a rewatch a few years ago, if I remember, but I'm going to actually have to go back and check. But in any case, I wanted to do a rewatch of the show since we're now done with House of the Dragon season one. And kind of do a how it holds up for the show does um the end is the ending really that bad or is it just in the scheme of the show at the time um does it not hold up as being a good show um or a good show that ended because we know that the uh, first few seasons were really good and then it went downhill from there so 
Um, that's the plan as well. So at some point, um, early in, I want, I'm aiming for Q1 of 2023 to have that review done. At some point in the year, the Star Wars review as well. I know that um, depending on when you hear this recording, we will have um, Star Wars: The Bad Batch season two starting. So I may either do a week by week recap or. I may do just a review at the end of the film or end of the season, but do a quick um, update, progress update, like hot take thoughts of each episode on social media, something along those lines, depending on the length of the episodes and things like that or how much there is to review. So um, there is that. Now, the other thing as far as the overarching reviews for the year is um, I'll plan I'm working on for amusement park reviews. So I know last year I did a a few independent reviews, notably related to Knott's Mary Farm and Knott's Scary Farm, and then um, I might have. Then I did the California Adventure. I don't think I did Disneyland last year, but I also forgot that Book of Boba Fett was in 2022, so I might have done that Disneyland review early in the year. But um, I am planning a visit to Galaxy's Edge um, for this month, January. So I wanted to just go back, and I don't think I. I think I tasted the blue milk a few times. I went to the cantina, but I don't think I ever tried any of the food that was there. So I actually want to go to Galaxy's Edge just for a revisit of that to hang out, spend some time in that land, but try the food. Of course, they'll go to have some blue milk and go to the cantina, the usual stuff, and then go on the rides and all that, but have some of the food as well just to see something that I maybe one of the iconic foods or something like that i haven't decided quite yet but that's in the work for this month and then i'm planning a big thing for knott's berry farm related to their 100th and 100 year anniversary so um later this first week of january i plan to have a update on that i'm finalizing the rules the outline of that so look out for that coming soon i'll have it shared on the blog at pateln01.com but also share it to all the various social media sites so counter social um twitter mastodon pixel fed all those all the usual places but i wanted to give you guys a quick early heads up as far as uh what i'm that i'm planning something there so uh look out for that and then i'm gonna i haven't decided on what that the minute stuff is going to be but i'm going to have a plan for the rest of the year for that so that's all there is for this particular update so uh, thanks for being a supporter of the show, a uh, subscriber, um, sharing the content wherever you can, listening, tuning in, feedback, all of that good stuff. But that's all there is for this update. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time.